Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another episode of the Tuesday post-show deal that we're doing on this, a very auspicious Tuesday, in which things have happened all over the country, and I'm not really sure where we're going with this, but all I all I know is that I don't like wrestling anymore, Kate. <laughs> this is allegedly your NXT post show uh, for November 8th. Guys, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. Please don't make them political. This is a place to escape other things that are going on in the world and politics and just life in general. We try to provide mm-hmm. uh, somewhere that is free from all of the BS in the outside world. So we appreciate it if you can keep them apolitical tonight because um, honestly, Alex, I think we have enough to complain about if we don't bring politics into it with what NXT is is bringing us tonight. But we would love to uh, hear your requests of of what you want for the jukebox. We would love to hear your thoughts on NXT because, guys, i got to be honest. If it weren't for this wonderful crew that we have, if it weren't for the SGS, um, I don't think we would make any money on Super Chats on this show. There's nothing to talk about that's productive or positive, and there's nothing that's so bad it's, like, funny bad, like, where we could talk about something for fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. It's all Mm -hmm. just, like, there and kind of, (sighs) like, bad. It's not, like... Mm-hmm. What were they thinking? Let me let me, let's talk about it, Ben. It's not it's not great, Alex. I'm not excited. <sighs> um. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, this no. Um, the the show starts out with um, uh, Cameron Grimes and Joe Gacy. Uh, they've they've done a revamp a little bit of the presentation of the schism. Um, Four uh, yeah, one tree and and a beating heart that it's in the tree. That's the that's the little thing now. Um, and uh, Joe Gacy is presented as uh, on the same level as Ava Rain. It's been Joe Gacy's group the whole time. They have a new recruit, and the two of them stand abreast of each other in the ring, while GYV, the former GYV, the Dyad. Which, uh, which I love that Booker T actually had to go to Webster's.com to find out what a dyad was and then read the definition on air. I thought that was hilarious. Um, but he looked it up and he also said in this match, not Grayson Waller segments, 
no, that no. it's about social media. And then he just named a bunch of social media outlets. He was like, it's not about what used to... I don't know why I made him sound like Cameron Grimes. I can't do a Booker T impression. I, I won't no, try as no, a white no. woman. Uh, no. But he was like naming Instagram and Facebook and social media outlets. It was like, what are you talking about? This is like a creepy call to Cameron Grimes. Um, yeah. Uh, so... So anyway, um, Joe Gacy, along with his new presentation, along with his new cohort, Ava Rain, uh, now uh, has uh, has changed his ring gear. It's it's what he was wearing before on the Indies. It's more of his deathmatch attire, which is great. But it is it is it is quite a departure from the stuff they had him wrestling in since he's been there, which yes. is uh, cosplaying as an assistant manager at Jiffy Lube. And it it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't actually quite uh, it's a it's a very it's a very big departure, and I I don't know it's just like I used to wrestle like um like an evil I look like an evil youth pastor but now no uh, I'm just wearing trunks and it is it's a it's a different thing you can make changes it just feels like it was something that they just kind of happened abruptly. Um, In NXT, I have a little bit more forgiveness for that because it's developmental, but like. And and it is developmental, and 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 that that is a very good point, and it goes directly into my thing about about this match. So um, uh, I uh, I have a graduate degree in acting. Turns out you can do that. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, it doesn't really <laughs> doesn't really it doesn't nobody really gives a shit if you've got a graduate degree in acting when you go in for an audition. Darn uh, it, I care. And there aren't a lot of teaching spots. For people with uh, graduate degrees in acting, it turns out um, uh, there's only a few of those, uh, less and less every year. Um, but um, but in part of my being a, a graduate student is I would teach the undergrads acting, and one of the things you would have to do in very early on and be like, okay, let's just get the fundamentals down. Okay, this is a scene which accomplishes this. It's a very standard type of scene. I'm going to see you guys rehearse it and perform it, and then we'll give you some notes, and you can do it again until you get it right. But it's a very bog-standard type of scene, the fundamentals, let's say. And so that's what I have to remind myself NXT is. The problem is, is I also see all this bullshit on the main roster. But um, the finish of this match is the damned numbers game exhibit a um and it's like this this most facile bullshit obvious way of doing this like we literally see it every week almost in a judgment day segment where um one henchman of the heel in the ring distracts the referee while the hench woman of the rest of the heel in the referee in the ring pushes the baby face off the top rope leading to his imminent demise. I'm like, is it one of those things like where you have to pass this class before you can move on to the more advanced versions of matches? Because I swear to God, I can't watch this anymore. It is so frigging rote at this point. It's just, like it's somebody rolled out of bed and this is the fuck this is this is the crap they came up with for the finish of this match which should be 
a major thing for both Cameron Grimes and Joe Gacy. I thought they both did great work in the match. They're really good wrestlers. Joe Gacy's ring work has never been the problem. Um, but then the booked and agented finish of this match was just like, oh, like if you wanted to do a thing where like Ava Rain helps Joe Gacy win to prove that she's really on board and, and, and a real part of the schism now, fine. But does she have to do it in the most obvious by, paint by numbers way? Apparently the answer is yes, she does. Well, part of my, okay. So the good news is we haven't really gotten to see Joe Gacy wrestle like this probably in his whole time in NXT. Uh, right. So th that was really, really refreshing. Um, I would say that uh, he and Cameron Grimes had a really solid match. I really liked um, a lot of the work that was done between the ropes, but you're right in that when the finish happened, um, it's not only what we see on the main roster every week, but there it made sense because Rhea was injured for so long. Here, it's like if they want to build her up, why don't they have her in her own matches? And if she's in her own matches, if she's not ready for her own matches yet, why is she in the angle yet? Because that's my understanding is that's what like level up is for. So when someone's injured or not fully cleared, doing what you're doing here makes sense because that's maybe the most that they can do, or maybe they're coming back or whatever. Um, if you want me to take her seriously as a threat and like a force to be reckoned with, which I believe is the intention of this angle. Um, she should be beating, she should be beating Sol Ruka. She should be beating, you know what I mean? Like she should be beating those people. So I just don't understand why the move isn't let's put her in a match. If you got four roots and one tree, why aren't those roots spreading to other pieces of the division? Mm -hmm. um, so that's my frustration in addition to the redundancy is that in that scenario, it at least made sense. Now I think Rhea's cleared, but uh, if you're having someone's first impression be to interfere in other matches and not wrestle on their own, that's kind of yeah. boring. Well, listen, if, if, if Corey, if what you're hearing is a criticism of Ava rain, you're not listening hard enough. This is a criticism of the way that the creative is laid out. It's the same damn match every damn time. Obviously, she's got there are other things she could do when you say she's just learning, like she's just learning to wrestle, give her some time. Well, like, no, she's been there for a long time, like not on TV, but you don't have to have been on TV a lot to like not just gently push uh, Cameron Grimes off the top rope. It was, it's just very, very lazy stuff. Like, it's fine, she's fine. I, I guarantee you that she, she could probably do other things if they asked her to. But this is this is just the way it is now. Um, and now, you don't you don't get better by not having reps. So one of right. the two things should, right. in my opinion, one right. of the two things should, needs to be able to happen. The other thing about this is that uh, Cameron Grimes is not he lost this feud um, with with Joe Gacy. Um, that I don't I don't know if that's a if that's a springboard to anything else in in nxt cameron grimes is absolutely main roster ready i just don't know they don't have they're bringing back too many other people who weren't on contract to the main roster and then not doing anything with them 
I feel like there's already a log jam in Raw and and SmackDown, but he certainly is main roster ready. If you had to guess, is this the last time we'll see him do anything meaningful in uh, in NXT? Um. So this started well before 2.0 even ended, right? Mm. So oh, yeah. I'm I'm also not to give it too much forgiveness because it doesn't deserve it, but at the same time, I feel like everybody was a little lost before and now i feel like they're like this is the track schism is on let's have this feud resolve and then move on so i am hopeful that like hopefully they were like let's just wind this up and move on to other things um mm-hmm. so hopefully that means cameron grimes was going on to something somewhat meaningful we could see him in that um north american title picture if we wanted like him and wesley could could go back and put on a banger there but uh yeah, I don't know. I, what I'm confident in is he can do pretty much anything you ask him to do. Mm-hmm. But I just hope that they make that something that's worth his time. Yeah. Um, J.W. Pringle has sent in uh, a, a wonderful, generous donation saying, One true Alex, Kate, e, Elizabeth, all the usual specs in our SGS family. Later this week is Papa Paul Elizabeth's birthday. In his honor, I have donated to St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Thank you, Papa, for being an inspiration. And Sir Paul says, Happy NXT postmortem show to Team Kalex, the sisters, the Marks, the SGS, and Sir Pringle, the charitable. Sir Pringle, the, <laughs> Sir Pringle, the charitable, sounds like the least intimidating knight of the round table. I was going to say he sounds like Robin Hood men in tights. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like a very specific or a Monty Python mm-hmm. type type character but Bra- um, <laughs> bravery ran sir robin and sir robin ran away <laughs> and sir pringle donated in your name to a charity of his choice see i like that gimmick better than half of what we saw in nxt tonight yeah like if you win i donate to charity in your choice of your choice um no that is sincerely one of my favorite things every week is that like my dad who has n- literally never cared about wrestling on purpose uh <laughs> shows up for this all he's anytime anyone else in my family has cared about wrestling it's just because i've been talking about it um so thank you to them for listening and feigning to care um but my dad tunes into the show every week and even my sister who does not tune into the show every week like knows who JW Pringle is. Like he's a part of the family now. And uh it it sincerely is just like he's he's family topic conversation, JW Pringle. So we do so so much appreciate it. And what a, a kind gesture. My dad's birthday is on the eleventh. So uh happy early birthday to him. But what a what a kind gesture and what a funny gimmick that we gave JW Pringle and all this. <laughs> yeah. Jerry Pringle says he's the least intimidating, but most important. <laughs> Agreed on both counts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, I believe this uh, this has the sound of a jukebox, um, but I believe is actually um, uh, just a reference to this last match. Cameron Grimes singing the theme to Batman, replacing the word Batman with the word leader. Na 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 leader leader. No, no, no. Wait, how I gotta I gotta do this Cameron Grimes though. Later. Later. There you go. There you go. There was both. Wait, speaking of Batman, 
You're playing yeah. this Gotham City situation on your own YouTubes, aren't you? I, I have a question, and then we'll move on. You sound, you sound like my grandmother. You're you playing like this a, Gotham City like situation on the YouTubes. Well, I have questions. I have one question. Yeah. Isn't the whole thing Batman's dead? Yes. The whole thing's Batman is dead, yeah. Yeah. So why was yeah. Batman running around the other day when I popped in? Or was that someone disguised as Batman? No, that that wasn't Batman. Oh, okay. I was like getting yeah. ready for bed. So it looked like I saw a little black head and a cape. Right. No, that yeah, there that was actually Batgirl was who you saw. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, there you good go. Good on her. Mm -hmm. So that's what you would do on the YouTubes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, oh, and you know what I forgot? What? To tell people to support us on Twitch as well at twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming and to show us your biddies. That mm, is your bits yeah. as a way of supporting. Yeah. yeah. I always forget. Doc Chris Mueller says, Greetings, SGS. I watched this whole show and I already forgot what happened. It leaves my brain as fast as Taco Bell leaves the body. Not a good sign. Not great on either count. Yeah. And Alpha Bill says, is Mr. Pringle the cousin Oliver of the family? Like with the Brady Bunch. Oh. Mm -hmm. um, I have to think about his equivalency in pop culture. I'll think on it. Okay. Okay. I'll circle back. I mean, like, the idea being the Elizabeth family. Right, Papa Paul, and yourself, your mother, your sister, is per perhaps uh, he's like an honorary oose of the family. No, I know, but I'm like, is he as wise as like a, a neighbor Wilson? Mm -hmm. He's mm -hmm. not dumb, so he's not a Cody mm -hmm. in step by step. So I, I'm not disagreeing with the cousin Oliver situation. I'm just trying to scan through my pop culture lexicon and think mm -hmm. if there's anybody more appropriate. That's all. Yes, yes, very good. Um, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Um, so Cameron Grimes loses the feud, perhaps moving on. The schism is uh, is still going strong. That's Four what I'm roots. talking about. <laughs> One tree. Um, Why doesn't he say anything else other than that's what I'm talking about? I don't about. know. I don't know. Um, Nathan Frazier comes out of the, the, the um, trainer's room and says, um, Oi! The trainer says I got to, I got to stay in bed for another few weeks because me me neck hurts, and so they say. Oh, you, you can't wrestle, you can't wrestle, Nathan. Nathan, you got to stay in bed, or not really in bed, but just you can't wrestle. Um, and then Axiom's there, and, and he's wearing a turtleneck and a lucha mask, and it's a very weird outfit. It's a very <laughs> odd. It's a very odd outfit. It really is. So Axiom from is like there. here down is like oh, wants to be Ricky Starks, mm -hmm. and then just. Axiom right. <laughs> and Axiom uh, sees Nathan Fraser come out and he says, <laughs> and Nathan says, Well, thank you for your concern, but uh, it seems to have happened in the ladder match. Maybe I shouldn't have, you know, almost died during it, and maybe I'll be fine now. And Axiom says, <laughs> And then um, a JD McDonough shows up. And uh, and uh, talks trash to both of them. He says, uh, "He says I can tell from here, you have a dis, you have a displaced like uh, what is it? Um, uh, uh, what's it? What did he say? 
uh, a slipped disc, perhaps in your C4. I can tell from standing right here because he's he's got X-ray vision or something. They've really done a great job of turning this into a superpower, like he's a like he's an X-Man. Like he I can mean, die. Like he had he had stats in his brain about how many people die on popcorn one week. He had his yeah. mannequin the second week, which don't get me started. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now he just can tell by looking at someone what's going on with the slip discs in their back. Mm-hmm. So um that's neat. And then Axiom uh Axiom was like uh, maybe uh see so Tosh talking trash to Axiom and Axiom uh says really really every time. Um, and then uh, JD McDonough says, Them's fighting words. Let's have a match later. I think them's his fighting words. I couldn't tell because of your mask, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure what you said about me wasn't mm-hmm. nice, so I'm gonna fight you about it. Mm-hmm. Action with the JD McDonough Google me this was good. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's what he said, I don't know. JD, JD McCant win title matches, I think is what it was. I don't know, sure. <laughs> um, I would like to take full credit for having started that, by the way. No, it's true. They're obviously watching us. J.D. Pringle says, I'm the Sammy to the Elizabeth bloodline. Looks nothing like you, but still feeling oozy. Can you dance like... (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeet. Um, We the ones, J.W. Pringle. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My dog. Um, (laughs) Michael... Michael Dammit says, I can't not call him J.D. <laughs> McDonut anymore. J.D. McDonut is honestly my favorite. J.D. McDonut Google me is great, but it's it's just too long. J.D. McDonut, I don't know why, because it's J.D. McDonough. J.D. McDonut, same number of syllables. It's, a, it's obviously nonsensical, he, but I love it anyway. He also smells, he smells, <laughs> he spells McDonough. M C D O N A G H or something. Mm-hmm, so it's like mm-hmm. very we're getting we're sliding right, right. into McDonough pretty right. easily. So yeah, yeah, it's good. Um I also can't hear anybody's promos without like your voice in my head. Now wrestling's <laughs> in the most delightful way forever ruined. Like it's, um, <laughs> it's just your impressions of people. Uh so uh Carmelo Hayes and uh Trick Williams are in the barber shop. Uh, the barber is a Wesley fan. That's a problem, apparently. There are there are two women there whose job it is to simply nod at everything and occasionally look at each other and smile and then nod some more. I don't. They, they don't really add anything to the situation except for just so you know, these men are all straight. That's honestly what it feels like. Why are you? Why do they? What do they add to the whole thing? I don't know. Uh, um, some of the other ones have lines. Like some of the, the the other men in the room have lines, but the women don't. They're best best seen and not heard, I guess. Um, not, not this is not the position of this particular show. Just perhaps the brighters of this, this entire bit. Um, uh, so uh, so they they casually reminisce about how um, Wesley's a crybaby because we nearly fractured his skull, slamming it into the door of a locker. Ah, wasn't that fun? Good times. Good times. It was good. We almost killed him. Wasn't that fun? Uh, we had to take him out of that fan vote match um, because he didn't deserve it. And he was going to lose. He was going to lose. Be so embarrassed. Um, I I thought it was a, eventually after all the other bull buggy. The um, What's your language? I know. Bull buggy. I know. 
I know. Listen, we're we're it's it's an early it's an early show. We're not behind the paywall. So, no. <laughs> um uh the idea of um of Carmelo Hayes like having some kind of a grudging respect for for Wesley like he's real smooth. He's he's really good and good for him. Uh and he's a great tag wrestler, but he can't beat me. And I like the idea of I think he's he's really good, but he can't beat me. Actually, that puts over both of you. And that's a thing that more promo should be structured around. So good. Um, but uh, <clears throat> the um, the whole thing being, I never lost. I've never been pinned for that title. If there's all these damn ladder matches that screw everything up. And I actually really like that. And I like that there's a continuity there. And I like that they're addressing it. However, I think that Carmelo Hayes is way beyond being in NXT if they're not going to put the, the NXT title on him. Um, I think uh, it used to be that there was a progression from the North American title to the, to the actual title picture, if not the actual NXT title. Um, but it feels like now that's... It basically really is like um, pucky or get off the pot. Because it is, it's it. We're moving things along here. Uh, people who do not deserve tryout matches on the main roster are getting tryout matches on the main roster, and so they're trying to move some people around. If you're not, if you're not cutting it, get out. So there's a there's gonna there's a time limit. We got we got a, we got more untested former football players to put on television. Carmelo Hayes, your TV time is precious. You got to go up to the main roster. I feel like that's what they're doing. So I agree with you that I very much like the thing that a heel is supposed to do, that you put yourself and your opponent over. I also like that mm -hmm. I haven't actually gotten pinned for the title thing. I think the juice of I made this title the A title is, is kind of, we're done with it. Like a, a, that mm -hmm. well has dried up. So it is time for him to move on to mm -hmm. whatever's next, whether that's main roster or the main title picture. Or I would even, I feel like it's a waste of his time, but since nobody actually puts together tag teams, mm -hmm. have him and Trick do a tag program. Why not? Right. We saw right. Wes and Ron Breakaker do one last week, right? Um, mm -hmm. It's at least a good use of him in that in that way, where it's like he should be in a title picture because he's that good. He is like a little mini Shawn Michaels. He's really, really good. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like the move is to call him up sooner than later but at the same time there's been so many returns on the main roster and the chess pieces have not settled so i would like i would like for him to go to the main roster but i would like for that to be with a plan of some sort oh yeah like he's yeah. too important that's when like you can't you can't fumble like they screwed up la night la night recovered that's fine mm -hmm. like there's like him and braun breaker those guys you can't screw up. You could screw up Tyler Bate and then he could refine himself in three months. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. certain guys that are, are gonna figure it out. Boy, um, it sure would be nice if there was an extra main title on Raw for Seth Rollins to circle around so the US title was available for guys like Carmelo Hayes and Johnny Gargano and Braun Breaker and other people to, to hold and exchange while they while they but they fix affix themselves firmly in the mid card and then move up 
to the level that Seth Rollins is on. Boy, it sure would be good if both top titles in the company were not put on one guy who shows up to one day of work maybe every third week. Boy, that sure would be good. Too bad. I would even argue that might be healthier to... I don't know, cash in a money in the bank situation. No, just hypothetically. Just hypothetically. Listen, I don't know. Hypothetically, I don't know. Um, Julie Cutler says, I'm going to name my firstborn child after Jebby Pringle, just putting that out there. He is he is quite a guy. Would it um, be like JW Lay's Cutler? potato chip? Hmm. Pringle Cutler has a really nice uh, ring, ring to it, I think. It does. Um, so, uh, Electra Lopez has her... Has her uh, faces Sol Ruka, mm-hmm. who, I don't know if you know this, uh, she surfs. If they could figure out a way for her to surf to the ring, they totally would. <clears throat> you know? They, they just it, don't want to learn the lesson, Alex. Like, no. Tiffany Stratton overcame so much of what they gave her, including the tennis player slash gymnast, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and made it work into a gymnast, and they were mm-hmm. like, okay, we're going to take what she did and just throw yeah. it out the window. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought she might be a surfer based on the everything we know about her, which is right. the mm-hmm. only thing we know about her, which is that mm, she's a surfer. True. She is kind of cool, though. Like, I like her vibe. I wish they didn't make it so cartoonish because right. I like, like, the energy and kind of the moves that she's come in with early here. Um, but just, like, yeah, she's one joint away from being Matt Riddle, man. <laughs> She yeah. is. No, it's true. Uh, Stoner and surfer are direct synonyms, apparently. I don't know they if you listen know that. To, they both listen to the same music. So <laughs> that's just... Is this, that's the Venn diagram? There, the Venn di- the, according to WWE creative officials... That's what I'm the saying. Venn, the Venn diagram of Sublime. stoners and surfers is a single circle. That's it. They both listen to Sublime and that's it. That's so... It. um. I don't want her to be presented as dumb because mm-hmm. I feel like they could go there very easily. But yeah, uh, I like her disposition. I just hope it they it's not such a joke. Right. Um. So, uh, Lopez wins. I like the flurry of offense <laughs> that Sol Ruka threw together, but eventually it was just like Electra just shook that off, grabbed her by the wrist from the top rope, threw her down to the mat, and then did a like a sit-out choke bomb, which I thought was a really cool move for her to do because she is deceptively powerful. She got the victory, and then Indy Hartwell attacked her, and I was like, why are we doing this? Because I had completely forgotten that when Electra Lopez came back to the to the NXT, she did it by attacking both Sol Ruka and Indy Hartwell. I had forgotten that ever happened because, because it's NXT and nothing matters. So why, you know? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. 
If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But in their defense, they... They actually remembered history, which they don't do very often. And to your point, this was a very short match and it wasn't overwhelmingly wonderful, but I did like the way it was agents and like Electra should be a little bit um, more aware than Sol Ruka was, but Sol Ruka is young and this is a big opportunity. So she should have like a bunch of momentum that kind of comes out all at once. So yeah. I actually, for as brief and, um, kind of middle of the road as, as something like this kind of should be. I liked the way that it was put together. Um, yeah. And Electra Lopez versus Indy is fine. I just am trying to figure out what's their end game with Indy Hartwell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause if she's not getting a title, she needs stuff. Oh, Oh no, no we're, we're, we're going to talk about her having nothing to do except for <laughs> do nothing. Um, by the way, I wanted to make sure I'm not a lot. I'm not a Las Vegas Raiders fan. I'm a Raiders of the Ark fan. Also, um, I don't know if you see this. Indy, uh, Indiana Jones voted today. Um, so that's Oh, my good. gosh. He was able um, to <clears throat> run right down the street to a voting booth with a giant cannonball behind him. Yep. <laughs> Just, yeah. You yeah. really wanted you to vote. Really did. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, yeah. So, there's a, a pull-apart brawl with uh, Indy and, uh, and Electra Lopez after Electra Lopez beats Sol Ruka. There you go. So it's time for the Toxic Attraction FaceTime hour. Um, it felt like an hour. Jesus. Uh, Hi, Alex. This, oh, my this God. Time, this time, though, they did not, thankfully, face FaceTime them, fa- film them talking into FaceTime like this. <laughs> they did not do that. They did not do that. Thank, thankfully, they didn't do that. However, they did have a camera in JC Jane's vehicle filming her from the passenger seat while she talked on FaceTime. Also, as you said, they have one of these handy dandy StreamYard backgrounds <laughs> overlays for, for their I FaceTiming. Don't. For Fridays, I still don't. In fact, this week I asked Sean, I said, hey, can I get a background or an overlay for me and Alex Cardoza yeah. on Fridays? And he said, no, that's the show that I host. Yeah. Yeah. Rude. But they have one for their FaceTime session. Right. So um, it's like, uh, hey, girl, hey, girl, what you doing? Oh, nothing. I just came out of the mall. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. 
normally shopping puts me in a good mood, but 4K later, and I just can't think of like, like wait, wait, so you went to a, a, a mall in the year 2022 and spent $4,000 on what? Auntie Anne's pretzels? What's still open at the mall? So you, if you go into JC Petty now, you can get everything off the rack for 200 bucks. What are you doing? The idea that she spent $4,000 at like an express. That's my, that's my new favorite thing. Some malls. Well, okay. So I am from Jersey. This We do diners and malls and not much else. Yeah. There are malls that have designer stores in them. However, they could have just said like, I went to the coach store or whatever. What? Like, it's Orlando. There are really posh areas of Orlando to, to shop in. They do that for the tourists. Like, there are really, like, you know, like, if you live in Orlando, I guarantee you, J.C. Jane, who lives in Orlando, knows the posh street and could name it. And she could say it in the promo. But the people who wrote for her just wrote the mall. And she <laughs> has to say it. It's just dumb. You know, um, you know who could spend four thousand dollars on Indian's pretzels? Who's that? You know, if it's not being spent on the Indian's pretzels, that's being spent on the Cinnabon. It's one of the other two. Because when we go walking in the morning, <laughs> hold on. Oh my goodness! When we go walking in the morning, if we go walking in the morning, it's the Cinnabon. If we go walking in the afternoon, then it's the Indian's. Because I won't, I won't mix the two. I don't want my pretzels in the morning, even though it's basically because I only get the cinnamon and sugar. So it's basically I get the same thing as the Cinnabon, but without the icing. Although it does come with a tip of icing that I. It's basically the same thing, isn't it? It's just dough with with cinnamon and sugar, and then icing on it. I have been eating Cinnabon in the afternoon this whole time, and nobody told me. I mean. You know how Ethel is. She gets so up on her high horse about, oh, I don't do the Annie into the Cinnabon because I need to start my mornings with the protein. Why do you think we're walking? It's so that we can have the Cinnabon and the Annie. But I tried to tell Ethel that she sounds so pretentious when we're walking at the mall. And she is like, I don't care that the Takeshita loves the Cinnabon. And I'm like, well, how I could, do how and could I you not, How could you not care about the Takeshita and the Cinnabon? Of course. It is the romance of our times. It is. It's more romantic than even you and husband number four and how he swept you off your feet. Another story for another time. But I think probably between Cinnabon Tom and Valley says, did she spend 4000 on Cinnabon? Is she, is she Takeshita? No, but see, no. Tom LaValle and I on the same wavelength with the Takeshita. Imagine going to the mall and spending 4K <laughs> at Spirit Halloween. <laughs> um okay so uh so um she says i really don't want to to face alba fire tonight in the match that we all set we set up i don't want to do that and um and the the, the producers of the show said great because we don't have time for it so we're going to do this little segment instead um and uh she says uh she says to mandy uh because Gigi's got three cracked ribs from getting put in that table and you heard what she said last week she's going to take me out i don't want to be taken out and she's so like, don't even go. Don't don't go to don't go to the performance center. Just come over, come over and hang out. Uh well, come to my house. Okay, I'm coming to your house. And then the unmistakable flashing yellow lights of a mall security person pull up behind her like it's like it's like it's like it's the like freaking 
like it's California Highway <laughs> Patrol. Um, no. She says, oh, it's probably Paul Blart. Oh, she he wants your number as if I would ever give him my number, creepo. You um, could do and- a lot worse than Kevin James, all right? <laughs> Toxic attraction ladies. He, he does have a lot of money. Um, so like that, I'm pretty sure that's all they, they he worked so hard. He landed Leah Romini, who seems delightful. Remini, Romini. Are you talking about his character in, in the King of Queens? Yes, of course. I mean, listen, I know very listen, little about here's, like here's, shoot here's Kevin James. No, no, here, 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 yeah, here's the deal. Let's let's talk about this for for a hot second. <laughs> I mean, listen, oh, poor John Goodman. That's all I gotta say because all other TV dad sitcom fat guys get really hot wives, and poor poor John Goodman. Not only is it Roseanne. Who you know, not not setting things on fire in the looks department, but also boo boo, boo boo. Like no, poor poor John Goodman. That's all I gotta say. Um, so here's the deal. Um, I um, so obviously it's it's Alba Fire. We all knew it was Alba Fire. No uh, way. Out the door. The door flings open, and JC Jane is thrown out. And apparently Alba Fire. Uh, beats her to death within the span of three seconds as as uh, Mandy Rose go, JC? JC, are you okay? JC, what's going on? JC? And I'm like, no, she's not okay. Uh, she got pulled pulled violently out of the door. Uh, and then, what's the, what's the thing I love? This is how you know that nobody who's writing this shit has any, any, any clue what FaceTime is or even wants to know. When Alba Fire slides into frame, the FaceTime goes from JC Jane to Alba Fire. And I'm like, that. I don't know that FaceTime can recognize faces in that way. Um, but then I thought, um, here's the deal. Uh, Alba Fire has committed so many crimes. Straight up, like, she's a felon. She, she stole the mall car. <laughs> like, she has access. Like, she doesn't have access to that. She stole it. Perhaps she stole it by beating a poor mall security guy over the head with her baseball bat. Then she kidnapped JC Jane and beat her up. And she's now stealing JC Jane's car. That's double grand theft auto. You have double assault. The first part is wrong. Hank, the security guy, also works at the mall when he's not working on XT. He and Alba Fire on great terms. She just borrowed it for a second. Because of an emergency. So she did lie, but she didn't steal it. Mm-hmm. Because Hank, the NXT security guard, who also, I've just decided right now, works at mm-hmm. the mall as mall security, mm-hmm. lent it to her. God, get on board or get left behind. Okay, cool. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Tom Valley <laughs> says, Kevin James in real life was the number one wrestler over Mick Foley when they were in college. This is my favorite Kevin James fact. Is that for reals? I don't know. That's Tom LaValle. I've never heard that before. That's a fun fact. A lot of people Ooh. would be like, fun fact. I love potato mm-hmm. chips. I'm like, that's not that fun. Everybody loves potato chips. That um, is a fun fact. Yeah. Um, Luis says, these FaceTime segments are a two-pack of ass. Although, sneakers are expensive in today's market. I would not be surprised <clears throat> if the money was spent there. I mean... I guess Jesse Jane seems seems like she might be the kind of girl who wears Jordans, like exclusively Jordans. I can see like, that, yeah. Yeah. Orion Ben says, 
more crime for Alex stealing the fightful gimmick. Yeah, it's all this. It's always crimes and being being committing crimes in full view of cameras and never being prosecuted for them ever. At least this one wasn't in the parking lot. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Unless there's a mall at full sale, I don't know about. Mm-hmm. Which is possible. They run a whole university. Yeah. Two universities, if you include Andre Chase. Mm. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> um, he says that um, he's pretty sure that the, Luis is pretty sure that the mall was the PC parking lot because they just I... probably filmed it there and 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 what happens in the PC parking lot? All kinds of crime. Crime. Felony. Holy crap, it's true, and there's a picture of them in college. Well, now it becomes Kate's job to go and find that picture and upload it so we can show it to all of you while I talk about this. I do? I thought I was just mop patrol. No, no. Listen, you're also you're also uh, picture patrol. Okay. <laughs> Jesse, are you okay? Jesse, are you okay? Are you okay, Jesse? You've been hit by... You've been hit by a flaming bat criminal. Yeah? Good. Luis is sending it to the chat, he says. Ugh. What a dream. Um, but then you gotta upload it to the thing so we can put it on the on the screen. I can do um, that. <sighs> Andre Chase uh, has a match with Charlie Dempsey, who attacked him last week. Thea Hale does a lot of cocaine. It's, it's the nearest thing I can think of. I don't know. She's got a lot of problems. Um, and maybe saw the Ritalin. I don't know. Uh, she listen. She's she's new in college. She's experimenting with a lot of uppers and downers, trying to get through all her whole day. I get it. It's tough. College can be tough. But um, uh, uh, Duke Hudson, who was a uh, a 30, 35, 36 year old man, doesn't have those problems because he's he's got a high tolerance. So he's fine. He's wearing a headband and uh, and bands around his arms. He gets to carry the flag because Bodie Hayward got suspended and expelled from school. Um, um, so there's a, a pep talk, very crazy. Go team! Pep talk before the match. Joseph Kirai says... Um, Thea Hale is a lot of fun to watch in the Chase U segments. Also, how about them Strohs? And Luis says, all Fook and Hale. Okay, so Charlie Dempsey uh, uh, is fighting Andre Chase and uh, and beating the beating him soundly about the head, neck, and shoulders. And just just destroy, destroying him. And he's got him in the regal stretch. And Andre Chase can't get all the way to the ropes. So Duke Hudson pushes the ropes toward them, right? And um uh and so uh <laughs> um the ref's like, no, you can't do that. And um and he's uh uh Andre Chase doesn't want him to. Thea Hale doesn't want him to. So instead, um, when, I mean, listen, Andre Chase would not tap out. Would not. Would not do it. Refused to. So 
what other choice did Duke Hudson have but to take the little terrible towel that was being waved by Thea Hale out of her hand and throw it into the ring? Well, he tried the first time, but it got hung up in the ropes, so he picked it up again and then threw it a second time. Like the retribution, throwing a cinder block through a window and then throwing a second cinder block through the window that used to be there. Uh, eventually, Duke Hudson throws in the towel and gives the victory to Charlie Dempsey. I think they want us to think this was some kind of nefarious thing that he did, but um, Andre Chase wasn't tapping out and was going to be seriously injured by Charlie, Jem Charlie Dempsey in that regal stretch. I think he was just, you know, being being a good student. What do you think? I think you could see it both ways, and darn it if that's not the magic of this whole angle, Alex. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> the magic of this angle. <laughs> I Here's the thing. It's so stupid and cheesy that coked up Thea Hale is fine by me, because like mm -hmm. she's not trying to take it seriously. No. Um, if you want to take something seriously, you got to look like this. Mm -hmm. Look at Kevin James's hair. Wow. Look at that jawline. I know. And look at the handsome devil Mick Foley before Mick, teeth were coming out his ears. Mick Foley looks like a giraffe. I he does he does he have a neck now? He had a neck then. He doesn't have a neck now. My goodness. Some people lose their smiles. Other people lose their necks. It happens. Um, That's a fun fact. I never knew that about no. Kevin James. Never knew it at all. That's no, really interesting. Okay. So, um, that's very funny. Kevin, Chad Foley and Kevin Chad. Very good. <laughs> um, so. Look. Um. Um, we got, uh, we got, we got Double Vest and the Beach and Horse Girl starring in a Hallmark movie. Um, my this, time to shine. this is my parents bar. I grew up in this bar. I did all, I, 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 I cracked peanuts with my grandpa. My uncle taught me how to play pool. I played darts with my dad over there every Thursday night when I was six, which is really bad parenting because this is a really, really seedy bar, but it's totally fine. <clears throat> um, anyway, um, no, who Kiana she James, peanuts with was her papa. Well, yeah. Um, Kiana James uh, comes in with, uh, uh, with, uh, was it? Iha de Cantadora de Porno, which is uh, the dot, the, <laughs> Uh, the porn's assistant. Um, and um, they are, uh, they want to buy the bar um, to uh, to tear it down, to build an apartment complex. Um, and Fallon Henley says, no, you can't. I have too many good memories here. I'm not going <laughs> to sell this bar. And Keanu James drives a hard bargain. She's actually going to give her, increase the offer. But Fallon won't even look at it. Meanwhile, Obviously, Beej is in love with Kiana James, yeah. right? So, this is a Hallmark movie. The the 
the, the thing of it is, is Cannon James would have had to have gone to high school with Fallon Henley, moved away to go to college, got all those accreditations, um, became a lawyer in the big city and is coming back to buy up as much of her hometown as possible to turn it into high-rise condos and a new suburb of the city where she moved to. Now, Beige and Double Vest were also classmates of theirs. Double Vest and Fallon are in a long-term relationship, but Beige has been looking for love in all the wrong places, and he just thinks he might be able to soften the cold, cold heart of Kiana James. Um, it is Little does he know... <laughs> The reason she's so tough is she's also a single mother because mm -hmm. she's widowed and right. both right. her parents both her parents are probably dead. I'm right. assuming. True. Yeah. And horse girl and this, porn accountant. This is so good. Horse <laughs> lawyer says, name your price. <laughs> um there is horse a lawyer debuts and name your price. Name your price. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Horse lawyer taught her how to play poker here. It's true. This is the most invested I've ever been in NXT, including black and gold. <laughs> this is perfect. Um, Card Wiz uh, sent in something that says, I have an embarrassing thing to admit. I've always assumed that a horse lawyer girl and porn accountant were the same person. <laughs> that, 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 that's on you so to educate myself could Paul Paul Pulowski give me a historical <laughs> breakdown of each individual woman's most important NXT moments now first you have to understand this neither of them have any important NXT moments but Paul Paul Pulowski will try and try to do something as I'm fighting a terrible cold right now I'm going to try and do it here we go there was a Fallon Henry. She likes the horses. She rides the horses. She's a horse girl. And and she, it was her dream to win the breakout tournament for the ladies. And she said, she said this into the camera. She said it for all to hear. She said, I'm going to win the contract. And when I do, I'm going to bring it back and show it to my horse. And we said, well, the only reason you'd do that is if your horse was a lawyer so that you could he could ratify the contract and go through it with you, make sure it's all indemnified and whatnot. And that was the thing. But they, she didn't actually win the tournament, so we never got to see that scene. And then the, the, the porn accountant, well, she's a porn accountant, you see. That's basically it, the whole thing. She just She's a walking, talking uh, uh, trope of adult films. Not that I've watched any of those, at least not since they were on Real to Real. But anyway, anyway, what? <laughs> real to real porno mm -hmm. a hell of a time mm -hmm. hey you know what what's that as much as I was joking about how much I love the Hallmark movie trope this wasn't really doing it for me no I couldn't no. get into it you know what I mean I definitely right. wasn't perhaps standing on end about such a thing uh -huh. and if you're not standing on end no. If you're not into it, if you right. are underwhelmed in the performance department of some sort, mm -hmm. well, darn it, if Sean Rossap isn't here to tell you all about Blue Chew. Is your penis soft? Is it difficult to get hard? Do you have issues with sexual performance? Do you have issues with sexual confidence? BlueChew.com code Fightful gives you your first shipment of Blue Chew for free. It will help you get a harder, stronger erection. 
It will make you more confident in your sexual performance. You take an online questionnaire. You work with an online physician. You don't wait in line at the pharmacy. You don't wait in line at the doctor's office. It's prepared and shipped direct in a discreet package. That way, nobody knows that you are getting blue chew in order to make your penis erect. Blue Chew and the code Fightful gets you your first shipment free if you want an erect penis. I'm going to end the ad now. Creepy as Sean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, indeed. Julie Cutler says this is very Hallmark-esque. It's good that it's not Lifetime X because if so, things would get very murdery at some point. It's true. It's true. There's been a yeah. murder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, J.D. <clears throat> Pringle says, put this story in a New England town at Christmas time and we've got ourselves a hit Hallmark movie. Double Vest would be the son of Santa. I, I, I'm Honestly, I think it's got to be the beach because he's just dumb enough because he's never actually seen a woman because all he's ever seen are elves. It's actually quite, quite and honestly, we, we have to have an intervention with Beej about his haircut. It's it's literally more um more party in the back than it is business in the front. It's but it's it's nothing on the sides. It's it's really, really bad. It's a bad it's a very bad haircut. I think that he really needs some work on that. It's not great. It's not it, great. It doesn't it doesn't fit him at all. Uh it doesn't doesn't work out. Um uh so undoubtedly we'll be seeing lots more of this because this is the way they want to spend their time doing stuff and it's it is all right whatever um so uh stacks got his uh match with hank walker who still hasn't uh found a way to secure any wrestling gear he still just wrestles in the same dress shirt and the same not dress shirt, casual button down and the same pair of jeans and the same shoes he wrestles in every match. Um, like if, if your whole shtick is I wrestle in street clothes, they don't have to be the same street clothes. Hank, I'm just letting you know. It'd be one thing if he was wrestling in his street, in his security guard uniform. No, That'd he be switches into dress. Yeah. Like just go to a champs outlet, man. Yeah. Someone just spent 4K at the mall. I'm sure you could cop a pair of sweats from them. He listen, like it's it's Florida. Like I'm sure security guards at the performance center make like nine dollars an hour max. I'm sure someone in the back is nice enough to lend him a pair of sweatpants. Perhaps. Um anyway, uh Channing Stacks Lorenzo uh gets the victory over Hank Walker. Who at one point rips off his shirt and like, well, that now you gotta now you gotta sew all the buttons back onto that thing. That's that's a tough one. That's he does point. not look like he's very he got a lot of dexterity with, with the small um small movements there, uh small motor, motor skills. Um anyway, uh Stax defends defeats him with a a curb stomp that he does with his knee, which I honestly really thought looked brutal and cool. And I've just maybe I've just never seen Stax win a match before, but maybe that's been his finisher this whole time. Maybe that's what killed two dimes. We never, we don't know. Maybe it is what killed two dimes. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looked this was fine. 
I don't know what I'm supposed to be getting out of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like from a who's advancing. No, way. no, no, no. This is this is one of those things of like um I I really I guess they feel like they can't include him as as a as a major character on the show if he's hurt. But Tony D'Angelo, like just hobbling around on one crutch, not getting any time to talk tonight. Like that guy was a major, major part of NXT. Uh, then the Santos thing happened. Um, and uh, he won that 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 feud. And uh, he got one match with Wesley, which he was supposed to lose anyway. And he got hurt in it. And now he's just like, he's, I don't, I, you could still do stuff with him on the show. Like, this is bad. Yeah. And the half commitment part of it is what's not working for me. Like, either do more with him, like make him a presence on the show, or pull him off completely until he's ready to come back and have him come back in a nefarious way. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so this like literally didn't like it. Stacks got a victory. Good for stacks. But it, like, I don't know what it accomplished or like what storyline it moved forward. It, it doesn't feel like it does really does much of anything. Um, uh, the opposite of true of is of course is, uh, is true of the, uh, the next segment, uh, where Grayson Waller hosts a talk show. Um, with with Von Wagner who uh tries to talk um they they show they show a a a, a tweet or something that somebody said like why is Von Wagner getting a, a title shot and he's like um oh yeah so who wrote that Joe yeah Joe Blow Joe Blow apparently thinks he runs NXT right now anyway nobody likes Von Wagner that's right but it's okay because come Tuesday, I'm gonna beat you so bad. I'm because I'm powerful. I'm so powerful. Tell him, Rob. He's powerful. This guy right here, he's so powerful. He's even more powerful than you, Braun. Braun. That's basically Braun Breaker's uh, uh promo style, which I think works some of the time. Not this time. And Grayson Waller is sitting there smugly trying to insinuate himself into every title picture in uh nxt and this was not for me uh i did feel really bad for von wagner because he really doesn't do this well he sh his his thing should be is a mute the top that like it, like when you know like when they when people come out on smackdown and they have a little thing on the side that says a former intercontinental champion uh, does something else and like little like three facts about him. The first fact next to Von Wagner should be is a mute every time he comes out, so we just never have to listen to him talk. Because poor Von Wagner, that ain't his game. I would love for you to tell me what aspect of professional wrestling is Von Wagner's game. Throwing very small men a very long distance recklessly. Okay, Braun Strowman does that on the main roster. What else? But I mean, oh no, no, I'm not saying like he's does it the best. He does it well. A lot of guys do it. He also does it, and to his credit, he does that well. That's the only thing he does well. But he does that thing well. Find your niche. That's 
I got nothing. I'm sorry. That's Tom not. Says, that's not wrestling. Out, that's that's human weightlifting. Who gives a crap? Turns out Van Wigner is a, a Beverly nephew. It's true. He is uh, was uh, son of the, one of the Beverly brothers. It's true. Um, uh, uh, yeah, but he, uh, his. Um, I don't know. It was if this was supposed to be like, oh, hey, I know nobody likes the idea of this, but just wait until this segment happens, you'll be all over it. No, that that didn't that didn't accomplish that. Um, all no. it was making okay, me so really, really scared whenever... for when Grayson Waller becomes NXT champion. That's what it made me scared about. Whenever Grayson Waller's on screen now, all I can think about is how he blocked you because you commented about his pants. So that's yeah. not great. This is not this is not uh Braun Breaker's no. Breaker's strength either. And Von no. Wagner, who 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 said that? Joe Blow or whatever? What are I mean that's that part's not even his fault. What was written was also so bad. They have just figured nothing out with or for this guy. Um I between two burns with Grayson Waller does not work for me. Yeah. And um, he's like a little bit growing on me. Cause like he is good in the ring and he's settling into the persona. I feel like a lot of what's bad with him is, is so much of the writing, but they're like kind of making their way with it. Um, but they just have to make him win so that he feels like a competitor on the program that he's in. Right. Bronze Braun Steiner is um is uh is that's who he is. He should if he goes to the main roster, he they should he should bring him up as Braun Steiner. Um you can't have him wear a a dog themed leather jacket and not just have him be the son of Rick Steiner. I don't get it. I mean he is, you showed us he is, but I don't understand why you're so afraid of the name. It me it like that, that is his legacy. Like it's a major deal. People would be really excited about it. I don't. I just don't get it. Also, Breaker's a dumb freaking name. It's just dumb. It's why the two. Kids. It's bad. It's bad. It's not good. We got a lot of talking. Uh, Wesley got interviewed uh, about his match with uh, Carmelo Hayes. They're gonna have a, uh, a, a a scintillating, I'm sure, contract signing next week. Um. Uh, Apollo Cruz is uh, currently recruiting for for WWE in Africa um on the way back from uh Saudi Arabia. Actually, I don't even know he didn't even go there. So but anyway, that's where he is. Um uh, I know that that Omos is in Nigeria on the way back from Saudi Arabia. Good for him. Visiting his family for the first time in 14 years. The uh the video of which will melt your heart. Yes, very much so. Uh, it's very much it's so. a it's a it's a giant man, uh, uh, laughing continuously like this, <laughs> as little women come around around and hug him around the waist. It's very very cute. Um. So uh, so that's where Apollo is. But don't don't you think I've forgotten about that title? Don't you think I've forgotten about you either, JD McDonut? I'm coming for you too. Um, so, so there's, there's those little things, but then we got to talk about this Cora Jade promo. Um, I don't think it's her fault. 
I really don't. I think she could actually maybe uh, be really good at this uh, heel thing. The problem is that it is, it is the most nonsensical, unmotivated, absolute BS uh, that they could give to her. She's just so, I'm I'm a heel because I'm a heel. Uh, and all of the, the supporting evidence that they give via these promos is just terrible. She cut a promo on Wendy Chu about how Wendy Chu is the girl who sat home alone on Friday nights wanting to get a text from the popular girls to come hang out? What about Wendy Chu gives you that impression? She's a free spirit and probably always has been. And those girls just go out and do whatever the hell they want and they have their own free spirit friends and wouldn't even want to hang out with the popular girls because the popular girls are shallow and stupid. So like what this was just a, this was honestly a copy paste type of promo about somebody else that they had Cora J deliver. I thought kind of well, but like as, as an idea for toward a different person, not toward Wendy Chu, because it makes no sense when you deliver it toward Wendy Chu. What a terrible, awfully lazily written promo given to Cora Jade, and she tried to do something with it to her credit, but I just don't think that they could be doing so much more with this with this whole thing, and they're just not. Um, makes me have a lot of respect for Becky Lynch and Charlotte's and yeah. Sasha, and to a lesser... Bailey's hand was forced because they made her look like an idiot as a baby face. Yeah. But this this need to, if you're a face or a heel, wipe away every attribute of who you are, crap, is mm-hmm. so bad. Like, it, so little should change when you go from heel to face or the other way outside of how you're being booked and your justifications for things a little bit. Um. This is this is the problem I'm running into with Cora Jade. To go from scrappy underdog to I hate my best friend, even though she's the only person I want a title with. The generation of Jade stuff. Like, it feels inauthentic to who she is, and it feels inauthentic to anything that they had built up with her. It's just not working for me. I do agree with you that the delivery is better in these kinds of promos for her. Like, these pre-taped, multiple-take ones, she, right. she tends to thrive in. Um, but it's just the generation of Jade stuff is so bad, man. Yeah. 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 <sighs> yeah. Cora Jade versus Winnie Choose to be a fun match. Yes, but... that should. Bring wise, that should be very fun. So later or earlier, I don't really know where it happened in the night. Indy Hartwell is walking backstage and Roxanne Perez runs up to her. She says, Hey Indy, are you are you doing okay? Um, because you haven't been acting like yourself. And Indy's like, What do you mean not acting like myself? This is what the problem with you is. Is that you're always concerned about all these other people. Like you have to like focus on yourself if you want to get anywhere in this business, and blah 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 blah. And Corja and, and Roxanne's like, oh, oh, hmm. So, I'm really glad that we did this whole feud 
between Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez as Roxanne Perez was on the verge of becoming the next NXT Women's Champion. You literally had Cora Jade pull her back from that. You did all that for months. You had her and lose meaning, because on the verge, meaning she won a tournament to do so, and also yeah. became tag champion in that yeah. time. Right, and and was having a title match with Mandy Rose at this time. Like this was, she was going there. She was gonna. She was a current tag champion. And about to become at least the next person in line to become NXT Women's Champion. You pulled her back from that so she could have her feud with Cora Jade. You made her look stupid in the first match of Cora Jade because she didn't know how to use a kendo stick. Um, and then you had her eventually grow a spine and win a big grudge match at the PLE, the pay the, the pay-per-view versus Cora Jade ending that feud. And it's really good thing that you did all that because you did all of it to hold on. Let me check my notes over here. Um, you did all that so that neither character would grow or change at all, and there were no rewards or consequences from any of that. Hold on. Yeah, that no, that's. Right. Uh, yeah, my notes. My notes say the same thing. Well, that seems odd. Why would we do that? Why would we have Cora Jade lose the feud and be just as confident and just as much of a little bitch to everybody around her because she learned nothing from losing the feud to Roxanne Perez? Why would you have Roxanne Perez overcome all of that? Losing her best friend, finally defeating her to get that monkey off her back just so she could almost literally do nothing for the month after that big victory and now she's walking around being like hey indy i'm your friend you want to talk to me about some stuff what like you're not there there is character and story progression there must be at all times every character has an arc every character has a story that continues for them you can you should be able to go back and trace the story of every professional, major professional wrestler, their arc is their story. The story for Roxanne Perez seems to be a flat line. An arc is an arc. This is just a plateau. And it really hurts because Roxanne Perez is so talented and it seems like they don't really know anything to do with her. She's young, but like you can figure out stuff to do with her now and not wait around for what like it's it's really bad. I mean she's young but she's also light years ahead of a lot of other women. Right. Um Yeah. The only slight optimism I have is that Indy called her out on that behavior. Like maybe it'll be something that opens her eyes or like there's a lot of situations in NXT where I feel like what you just said would be the case and nobody would make a note of that. So hopefully Indy actually calling that out in story uh, leads to something or um, forces her to recognize that about herself or whatever. But it just felt like she came in white hot and she, like Roxanne Perez has, has delivered and pretty much everything she's done. Her promo skills have a little bit of a way to go, but she like just got here and is a baby. So mm -hmm. let her work on those while she's here. But um 
and Lord knows she's handcuffed with what she was given, right? So I just, part of me wonders if they're hot-shotting her to the main. Um, or maybe Mandy is going to drop to Alba Fire and Roxanne will be a challenger for her or something. Like, it just feels like they know they want her to be important, but she's so, she was yeah. like on the verge of two titles and then now has fallen to this. So, yeah. Very early in the night, there was a uh, the lights went out, and uh, there was a scripts thing that came up on the thing. Um, and uh, Top Dollar actually had to address the fact that it's not me, even though I swear to God, it sounds exactly like Top Dollar because really? I follow him. I follow him on Twitter, and I see all the little the little verses that he posts. It's it's his cadence. It's the way he, he it it sounds like him with his voice very loosely run through a modulator. So the fact that he says it's not me, um, uh, it it is it is uh, kind of funny. I don't remember what the hell the script said because it didn't really matter. Um, but no one knows who the hell it is. It's not unfortunately. It's not um, uh, 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 Jesse the Body Ventura. Uh, he's not here to talk to Gorilla Monsoon. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. Uh, I got very nervous that it was because it does sound exactly like him. It almost made me wonder if it is him for the reading of them, but not him for, for being a wrestler. Cause the other thing is, is run through a voice modulator and the voice isn't very modulated. It's, no. It just sounds like layered harmonies of some sort, like robotic the first, harmonies. The first person who recorded the first message is not the guy the person the person who did the message now today they're, no. they're they're having different people read the things through the voice modulator i think they're doing this uh for the same reason um that they did um uh, ava rain wasn't under the hoodie to throw us off the scent um and also i i think there's a chance they don't know who scripts is yet <laughs> You don't think Scripps is going to be a, a faction, do you? Like uh, oh Samuel, God. Charles. Like, it's not all spelled weird for that. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I guess it's speaking in, like, in singular person, mm-hmm. though. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope so. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Anyway, uh, great. Um, you know what? It was actually really good. Um, oh, it was really good. Uh, 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 JD McDonut versus Axiom was really good because because yes, because um, really A Kid who is under the mask of of Axiom and what? JD has been back. Has, I know it's a shock it's to me as well. Um, uh, he uh, they had some bangers in NXT UK. They know how to wrestle each other really well. Um, and this was a great, great, um, match, um, with, with Axiom locking in all kinds of submissions and, and counters to everything and flips and dips and crazy enough flips to make Braun Strowman lose his mind on Twitter. Um, but the, the, there was some confusion. I can't imagine having the sixth of seventh, maybe the seventh of seventh. Best card on the match and taking a victory mm-hmm. lap, but go ahead. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the shoulder spot was. Do you remember the shoulder spot? With J.D. McDonough and Axiom? Yeah. The only shoulders that I know about are mine and yours, my friend. Because they make money. The shoulder spot. I don't remember the shoulder spot. I remember... Um, um, uh, I remember Axiom doing a backflip or a whatever to the outside, a moonsault, and landing uh, oddly on his uh on his leg you know maybe buckling a knee the knee he was crying out in pain over was his right knee uh for the uh, for, for the entire time on the outside they were able to get back in the ring he was hobbling around the right knee and uh and then uh jd mcdonough started doing vicious chalk blocks to the left knee which i mean if he has no legs he can't stand up but jd versus axiom is listed here uh and uh, jd defeats axiom via left leg murder which is not true because he murdered the right leg it that's there was some confusion as to which leg he was going after um but eventually he picked the right one um backslide pins turned into headstand i must have been looking down at my phone honestly that's unfortunate it's my own fault because i did like a lot of this match i love the counter of uh the devil inside the like yank up suplex thing into, yes, that's very cool. I yanked him up into like a little uh, uh, arm bar deal. That was really great. But the JD folding Axiom's right leg back on itself uh, in a very gruesome way was really, really cool. Uh, the same match happened in NXT UK, same finish and everything. Isn't that great that I, here I am praising it and they just ran the same shit back again. Perfect. Isn't that perfect? Art man, wonderful, just Gotta wonderful. Art form. A lot of yeah, good thing. It's like it's, 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 it's this is the same. This is the same shit. Do you remember? Um, in the nineties, uh, this is back when there were such things as reruns on all the networks. Um, in the nineties, uh, on NBC, they ran a whole uh campaign about reruns of um. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's new to you. Uh, and that's basically the thing that NXT is doing right now. If they literally did this match in NXT UK and I didn't see it, then it's new to me, which is why I liked it. But if I tell you what, if I had seen that match and they saw this and I was like, well, no, you just did the same thing you did last year. Like what? Um, anyway, um, I just I think, that, like, not to be overly pretentious about it, it's the silliest art form, but wrestling's an art form. You're telling stories. Mm-hmm. So, if Van Gogh painted just the same painting, right. mm-hmm. <laughs> or if he was like, you know what, I'm just going to trace the outline of something I already did, like, yeah. kind of defeats the purpose, right? Or if you just wrote the same chapter of a book, yeah. that seems silly. It does. Uh, it does. Um uh, I like this. The, the ref had to call it off, even though Axiom told him not to. Um, it was they were helping him out. JD got on the microphone and said, "Listen, it's just a, it's just a serious strain. It didn't tear anything uh, because I've got a, a mutant superpower, and I can I I can uh, basically my eyes are an MRI machine, and I can see that you're fine. Uh, but because I was a nice guy, 
and I, I didn't, I didn't tear out your all your ligaments, but I could have, but I didn't. Anyway, I'm gonna do it to you though, uh, Apollo Cruz next week. Uh, so yes, Jerry McDonough versus Apollo Cruz next week. Um, huh. Um, so when they said it was a five minute challenge, um, Brutus Creed could, they, they said, can do anything he wants to Damon Kemp for five minutes. Is it a match or is it just, you can do anything to, to Damon Kemp for five minutes because they had a clock running. If he, it, was it like, if he didn't pin Damon Kemp inside of five minutes, Damon Kent got to get up and leave and wouldn't be counted out like he would be deemed the victor? Was I didn't it? think it was supposed to be a match. This was all very confusing. Because if you can do anything to Damon Creed inside of five minutes, you can't hit him with a chair? Why isn't this just a no disqualification match? Why is it you can do anything you want to him within five minutes, but after five minutes happens, we don't know. That's for you guys to figure out. Also, if you hit him with a chair, uh, you lose. This was really Well, because really weird. we also can't just have no DQs. It would have to be called like, this is under Brutus Beatdown rules or whatever. <laughs> It'd have to be something that is a DQ that's called something else. This was real weird. This was real weird. A match with a time limit of five minutes. So if it's a it's a draw. If Damon Kemp and Brutus if Damon, Brutus doesn't pin him, then it's a draw. What? I don't know. That's not a match. No, it's not a match. Um anyway uh, Like in no way is that a match. Brutus is told if you hit this guy with a chair, you will lose the match. And he does it anyway. And then the crowd chants one more time. Vic Joseph is very disappointed in Brutus for doing it, by the way. Very disappointed. So, like, is well, this because or what? Or you lose? Who gives a shit? No, who cares? It's really odd. It's like, is this him getting just, just him getting justifiable revenge for what Damon did to him several weeks ago when he beat the hell out of him with a chair instead of actually having a match? It's very, what if it he, very what odd. If he for like, him with the chair before the bell. I don't know. <laughs> this is dumb. I don't That's know. That's just not um, a match. If one guy has to pin him or not, like, yeah. Yeah. that's weird. Um, NXT women's tag titles match. Um, it's weird. I feel like, um, the TikTok tag team, as we call them, Casey and and Caden, although one of them calls herself Katana now, whatever their name is, is a tag team. I feel like I've seen them win as many matches since they've become tag champions as I saw them win for all the years they weren't tag champions. And I really like them when they're booked to win because they get to do a lot of fun stuff. And I like that, like I like their their style. As a tag team, they're 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 doing some good stuff. Um, I honestly thought they were going to lose because they seem now that they've had the gold, you can bring them up to the main roster because Dakota Kai and EO are going to need other people to have matches with. Okay, but, instead, but then how many tag teams do you have in NXT, Alex? But that but, but you have after tonight, you have one less anyway. 
So why not do the thing that would help the main roster as opposed to hurt the, the NXT roster? Um, they, they won. Um, uh, they won. Uh, the K- Casey and Caden did. Um, uh, Zoe almost hit Nikita in the face and stopped herself. Then Nikita shoved Zoe out of the way and she took double super kicks. And then Zoe uh, got pinned by the flippy do neck breaker deal, um, uh, which I believe is, is that's what they call it. Oh, yeah, Casey and Caden, except one of them is calls herself Katana now with the flippy do neck breaker. That was one, the two, Stan Hansen flippy do neck breaker. He's known for the lariat and the flippy do neck breaker. Um, uh, by the way, this is the, the main event, so get in your Super Chats, get in your Humper Chats. We only had one sponsor today, so I will take this time before we kind of come down the home stretch here to remind you to subscribe to Fightful Select, where there's so much news coming out. Uh, we had all the Raw producers, so if you want to find out who produced that absolute schlock of the U.S. title picture yesterday, you can go over there and find out. Um the news of Mia Yim's return, yep. the date wasn't confirmed, but yeah. suspicion she was coming back was broken over there. So please yep. go to Fightful Select and subscribe. You also yep. get me and Alex yep. doing things like we did this weekend, didn't we, Alex? Like Sands Blind. We did. We did. Where Alex doesn't watch the Saudi Arabia pay-per-views, but I do. And I hide three yep. lies in them. And I make Alex have to guess. And the son of a bitch guessed all three this mm-hmm. time. So... Mm-hmm. Come May, I'm going to have to get very creative about my lie so I can at least thump you one time. But Mondays and Fridays on Fightful Select, also sour Mm -hmm. graphs with this guy, always, oftentimes me. Sometimes I'm appearing only as a mom. So go to Fightful Select and get in those Mm -hmm. Super Chats and Humper Chats now so that we don't go way, way, way too late. But I agree with you on the tag front here. Uh, Casey and Caden they actually kind of started to gel as a tag team of like their tandem offense felt specific to them, which was really cool. I've always thought Kaden was kind of like the foundation of it. And Kisano kind of added some fun seasoning in there. And that is cool. Like that's fine. Uh, I don't know. I feel like you have to call toxic attraction up, get this belt off of Mandy. You might as well call Casey and Kaden up. But now you have like this war games thing to fill out, right? So right. it's just the timing of it all seems so tricky. But um, so there's not a division the, here. Is the, no, is that's the, the thing. We will talk about this <laughs> at at the end. Uh, Zoe and Nikita. It seems as though um, together they decided. No, ref, please give us the tag titles. We're going to present them to them because respect. Um, and Nikita bows when she hands hers to uh to, to Katana Chance and uh Zoe handing hers to uh to Caden Carter holds on to it a little while and then she turns around and smashes Nikita Lyons in the face with it. And then she runs after the other two girls to smash them with it, too. Uh, and then she's like, this is all your fault. You ruined everything for me. Uh, she deliberately saved you from getting kicked in the back of the head by two women at the same time. And then you got pinned. So 
I don't, I don't know. I, I think there's an unwritten rule that says um, uh, if there, there can only be the the champions and also Toxic Attraction, uh, and those are the only two tag teams that can exist at any one time in NXT. And once they settle who the champions are, that's it. They're, like there's no, there's no division in NXT for the women to have tag team matches with. There just isn't, there isn't one. What, what, like this is the same crap you had. This uh, is this not basically the same bull crap we did with, and the only thing different was that Cora and Roxanne were the tag champions at the time, but Cora being like, I get going to hit you with something and go, it's all your fault. You did this. I hate you. Is the same thing as Zoe doing it to Nikita. What's going on? Well, this is how the women act, Alex. You wouldn't know because you're not one, but oh, I would. This right. is the They're only crazy. way. Yeah, no, women be crazy, right? Hey, earlier they... tonight we earlier tonight we saw women be shopping, and of now course. we saw women be crazy. It's true. Um, who was in the Dusty Cup this year? <laughs> I want to see if um, any teams other than the tag champs remain. Women's no. Dusty nope. Cup. Nope. I'll tell you right now, no. None of them. Um. Oh, Raquel and Dakota. Okay. Come on. Picture? Pull up. Just rude. This graphic is taking forever to load. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just it because that was in February, end of February, and now none of them none exist. Of... End of February was it that long ago? Jeez, because it was before. It was before Mania, right? Okay, right. first round battles. Come on, okay, first round battles. Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray defeat Amari Miller and Lash Legend. Main roster, a different person now, Amari Miller and Lash Legend, not really doing anything. Mm -hmm. Kaden Carter and Casey, your tag champs, defeated Ivy Nile and Tater Paxley. Why aren't they on TV? They're really cool. Like, make them a tag team proper. <sighs> Indy Hartwell and Persia, we obviously know what happened there. Dakota Kai and Wendy Chu, we know what happened there. Uh, Ulyssa Leone and Valentina Perez. Uh, Raquel and Cord Jade, and that's it. So, literally, other than Kaden and Casey, one of them is, is due to injury, obviously. What a mess! What a mess! And yeah. this took place, let's see, quarterfinals were okay. So, I'm sorry, this concluded on March 22nd. Mm -hmm. So six months ago. Mm -hmm. And now none of those teams exist except for the champions. Mm -hmm. And they didn't really exist before it. <laughs> oh, no. That's not good. No. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ivy Nile and the Tatum Paxley is the, the, like, they're still technically a thing. 
Good, good. Well, they're not attacking. Possibly? They're like a partnership, right? Like yeah, right. Not really. No, yeah. Oh my God, it's really. This is really. It's Blake. It's Blake. It's Blake. Um, There's just not are, a division. Are you excited for heel Zoe Stark versus babyface Nikita Lyons? Ooh, not in the boy. Latest. I'll say in ring wise that should be good. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know, man. It's just, wow. Okay. Um, like they so, got, they were friends for this angle only. They'd never yeah. spoken before that we knew of because Zoe Stark hadn't been on TV since the previous Halloween Havoc. They had mm -hmm. never been in a segment together. They were friends, and then weeks later, they were not friends, and now they are bitter right. enemies. Mm -hmm. That is how all yeah. friendships work. <sighs> yeah. Okay. We, we have a couple more uh, uh, super chats uh, before there's a very long uh, series of jukeboxes, and I'm currently losing my voice. So um, let's see, go through as many of them as, as I can before I fall apart. Daisy Ruth sent us in a humper chat on Saturday uh, uh, for our Sands of Time show and says, playing along with Alex, but because we didn't watch Sands of Time and I uh, went to an antique store instead, barely seeing anyone talk about it on Twitter either. Bring on war games. Love you both. Thanks for watching for us, Kate. XOXO. Well, thank you, Daisy Ruth. Um, she is delightful and just sent her good thoughts because she's also a Steelers fan like me. It's a rough mm. season. <laughs> Tom LaValley says good evening SGS I can't be sour tonight with the amazing rematch of PPA hottest boy versus Cutler stooge of names redacted so fun to see again I honestly don't know what that is wait I'm what do you mean know what that is? the amazing rematch of PPA versus Cutler yeah the oh my goodness fantastic story Dolly got AEW dark they had both only lost for a really long time. Oh, that Cutler. Yeah. Okay. I, I okay. And pretty right. Peter Avalon, the hottest boy in AEW. PPA. I don't. I didn't like. Who's PPA? Was that? I did. I did. Was that a tag team? Uh, I don't know the guy that comes out to the ring with a heart shaped bed next to it, and snuggles Listen, with Nick Jackson. Do you, I want? I want you to guess the number of times I have watched Dark. In the past year. Because if the answer is more than zero, you're wrong. Not even I, for Swollen Diamante? That was really good. That wasn't in the past year. That was before that. But yeah, no, I... I yeah, oh yeah, that would have been... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> anyway. Should be watching for Pretty Peter. I don't still have time to watch every... Uh, there's a lot of things to do in watch my life. Watch every match! Um... Okay, there's a He's couple the of He's the hottest boy in AEW. There's it I don't I don't think that's true. Hook exists. Um uh Nathan Frazier talking crap on Peter Avalon. How dare he? How dare you, Alex Pulowski? I'll just I'll do the rest of the show with the mop. I can do all your voices. I sure cannot. I sure cannot. Whoops, I made you me. <clears throat> Nathan Frazier anyway. does Now That We Found Love by Heavy D is requested by Ryan Ben. Now that we found love, what are we going to do with it? Now that we found love, what are we going to do with it? 
Okay, one, two, let me tell me what you got. Let me sleep my quarters inside your slot to hit the jackpot. Rev me up, rev me up, my little buttercup. We can tug sheets, snuggle up and get stuck. Believe it or not, here comes the brother with glow. A struggling, bubbling, overweight lover hug pro. What's it going to be, me or the TV? Now let me take time to set your mind and body free. So why don't you just stretch, stretch for a sec, lay down your problem so I can cop a quick wreck. Shake me, shake me, baby, baby, break me. No need to fake here. Um, come on and take me. With your body, baby, move your body. Or see you slipping and sliding and do it, hoddy. I'll do what's going down. But I'm feeling hunky-dory about this thing that I found. Now that we found love, what are we going to do with it? And Bob's your uncle. You can tell me the Fraser's a little under the weather. because his. My goodness. Uh, yeah, it's, it's tough. It was not like a, and Bob's your uncle. It was a... No, it was not. Um, lower lower register. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Jake Salazar wants Last Christmas by George Michael, sung by William Regal to Excalibur. That's a good one. Here we go. Let's see how my voice takes takes William Regal. Uh, apparently, Nathan Frazier was it was not in the right register. Let's see. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. That's you, actually. You molten lava cake, you. I'd let you let you burst and dribble all over me. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, yeah. but the very next day, you gave it away. You gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. It's still you. Once bitten, twice shy, I keep my distance, but you still catch my eye. Tell me, baby, do you recognize me? Well, it's been a year. It doesn't surprise me. Mm. Nothing surprises me. War games. Um, <clears throat> scrummy, scrummy, scrummy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, <laughs> what, uh, Money for Nothing by Dire Straits, sung by Axiom, is requested by uh, Orion Ben. That ain't working, that's the way you do it. Money for nothing, you took for free. And that ain't working, that's the way you do it. Let me tell you, them guys ain't dumb. And they get a blister on your little finger. And they get a blister on your thumb. They got to install microwave ovens, custom testing deliveries. They got to move these refrigerators. They got to move these color TVs. I want my MTV. There you go. That's a phenomenal album. Thank you. It's a great. Oh, Dire Straits, man. There we go. Um, uh, th listen, no more of these. We're done with these. We're cutting off more, <laughs> uh, more of these coming in. Uh, it's just I, I can't. I don't think I'll be able to get through too many of these. But thank you. <laughs> uh, so he, we'll, 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 we'll let, we'll let Luis find the lyrics for whatever that is. Um, <clears throat> no, 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 no. He's saying he wants you to say Bob's your uncle, but Robert's your father's brother, I think. Robert's your father's brother. No, as That's Nathan excellent. Fraser. I'm so I'm so out of it, Kate. Uh he said Robert... ill Nathan Fraser says Robert's oh. your father's brother. Oh. And Robert's your father's brother. <laughs> okay, now now I get it. Now I get See? it. That makes sense. Okay. We get we made it. 
We made it. Tom LaValle wants uh, Finn Balor to sing Boy Named Sue by Johnny Cash. Um, <clears throat> well, my daddy left home when I was three. I didn't leave too much to ma and me. Just his old guitar and a empty bottle of booze. Now I don't blame him because he's running hid. But he's the meanest thing he ever did. Was before he left, he went and named me Sue. Or he must have thought that I was quite a joke. Got a lot of laughs from a lot of folks. Seemed we had to fight my whole life through. Some would gal would giggle and I'd get red. Some guy would laugh and I'd bust his head. I tell you, life ain't easy for a boy named Sue. He was a bad father. There you go. Nailed it. Good. Um, uh, okay. Uh, um. <laughs> okay. T-Electric Mayhem says, Christmas songs already? What is what is this? The Hallmark Graps? Tell Scripps to sing I'm Too Sexy by Right Said Fred. <laughs> I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave me. I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. So sexy it hurts. And I'm too sexy for Milan. Too sexy for Milan. New York and Japan. I'm too sexy for your body. Too sexy for your body. The way I'm disco dancing. I'm a model. You know what I mean, Mansoon. And I do my little turn on the catwalk, gorilla. Yeah, on the catwalk, McMahon. On the catwalk, yeah. I do my little turn on the catwalk. <laughs> the McMahon! McMahon. Uh, what, what happened? Um, hold on. While you were up <clears throat> clearing your sinuses real fast, oh, something yeah. happened. Yeah, that was weird. so weird. Mm, okay. Um... Uh, okay. Top dollar came in. It was so bizarre. Um, uh, uh, Jake Salazar wants uh, Linda to uh, to uh, sing John Cena's theme song. <gasps> do 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 do. Wabba do. <laughs> do 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 do. Your time is up. My time is now. You can't see me. My time is now. It's the franchise, boy. I'm shining now. You can't see me. My time is now. In case you forgot it fell off, I'm still hot. Knock your shell off. My money stack fat plus. I can't turn the swell off. The franchise doing big business. I live this. It's automatic. I win this. Oh, you hear those horns? You're finished. A soldier, and I stay under you fighting. Plus, I'm storming on you, chumps, like I'm thunder and lightning. Ain't no way you're breaking me, kid. I'm harder than nails. Plus, I keep it on lock, on lock like I'm part of the jail. Do, 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 do. You can't see me. My time is now. Uh, if there's anything I know about the Linda, it's mm -hmm. I will never find her in the next man's sweater. No. No. Just you're not that kind of girl. Jake Salazar wants uh the Hulk Hogan theme song sung by Walter. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside, you gotta take a stand, it don't help to hide. If you hurt my friends, then you hurt my pride. I gotta be a man, I can't let it slide. I am a real American. <laughs> Fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. 
I feel strong about right and wrong. I don't take trouble for very long. I've got something deep inside of me. Courage is the king that keeps us free. Yeah, I'm a real American. Um, hold on. Okay, uh, when what? Here's one for you. While I hurt my my voice hurts. Um, insert clever username once Tiffany Stratton singing Barbie World by Aqua. <laughs> That's a good one. I gotta find it. Okay, here it is. Mm. Open. Oh my god, open. There we go. Hi, Ken. That, well, this is hard to do because Ken's supposed to be there. We'll move forward. Yeah. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Life in plastic. It's fantastic. You can brush my hair and dress me everywhere. Imagination. Life is your creation. Come on, Bobby. Let's go party. Who would that be? She was in Grayson Waller for like a minute, I guess, but. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Life in plastic. It's fantastic. You can brush my hair, undress me everywhere. Imagination. Life is your creation. I'm a blonde bimbo girl in a fantasy world. Dress me up. I'm not going to read that. I'm your dolly. <laughs> um. Yeah, we're not going to read some of this. Mm-hmm. I think that's gonna be it. That was a that was a number one hit song. That was that you the rest of that album actually isn't terrible, believe it or not. But that song is trash. <clears throat> and I just don't need me singing some of it on the internet. No, no. J- <laughs> uh, Jake, listen, I've, there's a lot of things of this one now. Jake Salazar wants "Party with the Devil" by Attila, sung by Nathan Fraser. Um. <clears throat> so what? You don't agree with the things that I do, and you always accuse me. I can never ever be a perfect forking image of what I want you, and no one ever can live forever. Get over it. I'm so ready now. We can only live our lives as we please. So just get the fork over it. I can never ever be a perfect forking image of what you want, and nobody can ever live forever. Get over it. And I'm ready now. It goes on and on and on and on and on and fork it. Six, 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 party with the devil, bitch. And Bob's your uncle. Uh, We have a couple of duets that I'll save for last. Regal does A Perfect Weapon by Communique. Into the cold, into the pouring rain, never to be seen again. We're bruised and broken, I don't care, because the tears that smear your makeup make you beautiful. To Cupid's poison arrows. Mmm, our bodies keep sweating. We've got the perfect weapon. Our bodies keep sweating. We've got the perfect weapon. We've got the perfect... Oh, uh, uh, yes, I'll sweat with your perfect weapon. The dear mm, man of the mask, you scrummy, scrummy, ooh, ooh, ooh. Mmm... <laughs> I shiver and shake like a rattle more high-strung than a gallows. And if I wake up tomorrow, I want you laying beside me. War games. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, 
Um, Linda singing WAP was requested by Jake Salazar. Macaroni in a pot, as they say. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're dealing with some wet and gushy. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet and gushy. Give this everything you got for this wet and gushy. Beat it up, baby. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this cookie right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top. I want a rye. I do a kegel. I'm kind of wild. Look at my mouth. Look at my thighs. This water is wet. Come take a dive. Tie me up like I'm surprised. Let's role play. I'll wear a disguise. I want you to park that Big Mac truck right in this little garage. Make me dream. Make a stream. Uh, out in public, make a scene. I don't cook, I don't clean, but let me tell you how I got this ring. I'm I'm assuming it has something uh, to uh, to do with the wet and gushy. It would it, it would seem based on context clues that that's the case. <laughs> NCB wants uh, uh, fodder by Demi Lovato, sung by Finn Balor. Hashtag SGS for 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 life. Um. Father, I'm going to say thank you. Even though I'm still hurt, I'm going to say bless you. I want to mean those words. I always wish you the best. I prayed for your peace. Even if you started this, this whole war in me, you did your best or did you? Sometimes I think I hate you. I'm sorry, Father, for sealing this. I can't believe I'm saying it. I know you're a troubled man. I know you never got a chance to be yourself, to be your best. I hope that heaven's given you a second chance. Father. I say it even if you think I don't understand or left us alone. I guess that made me who I am. Always wish you the best, but you are a bad father. All right. Two duets. Duets. Thank you. Orion Ben wants Linda and Sheila singing Four Minutes by Madonna and Justin. Oh my God, do you remember what happened at the Super Bowl when the song was done? No, I forgot this, entirely. What, this, this was, was the, the Janet one... Jackson where her oh, booby oh, popped out. It was the oh same my halftime. Goodness. It was the same one. Oh my goodness. No, I didn't know I knew it. Do you want to be the Madonna or do you want to be the Justin Timberlake? Do I want to be the Madonna? <laughs> do you have to ask? I'll be the Madonna. Hold on. This is okay. Honestly, I really don't even know which. Okay, okay, so we go, here we go. Okay, here we go. Uh, um, uh, come on, boy. I've been waiting for someone to pick up my stroller. I will. Don't waste time. Oh, give me a sign. Tell me how you want to roll. I want. I want somebody to speed it up for me, then take it down slow. There's enough room for both. Well, I can handle. You just show me where. It's there. Are you ready to go? Are you ready to go? I feel like this is exactly what I'm saying to you while we're trying to get to the mall in the morning. So true. Uh, if you want it, you already got it. If you thought it, it better be what you want. Ficky, Ficky, ow. I, I don't know what Ficky, Ficky is. If you feel it, that it must be real. Just say the word and I'm going to give you what you want. Time is waiting. We only got four minutes to save. No hesitating. Grab a grab boy, a boy. Then grab a girl. Listen, four minutes. We we get the gist. We only so. got four minutes to save the world. No, it's a, it, listen. There's no hesitating. So we keep got it four up. Keep it up. To save. 
four, four minutes to save the world. Four minutes That's to it. save. That's it. Um, uh, now, uh, uh, CL wants Linda and Sheila performing Sisters from White Christmas. This song has, a, sincerely, it's so funny we're doing it like this because it has a great deal of like sentimental value to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and now we're going to do it. It's two old so days. I'll do, a, I'll do a stanza, then you do a stanza. Sure. And and then we'll do like the all kinds of weather. We'll do like line by line, okay? That sounds fantastic. That make... Okay, here we go. Sisters, sisters, there never were such devoted sisters. Never had to shave a chaperone. No, sir, I'm here to keep my eye on her. Caring, sharing, every little thing that we are wearing. When a certain gentleman arrived from Rome, she wore the dress. I stayed home. All kinds of weather. We stick together. The same in the rain or sun. Two different faces. But in tight places. <laughs> we think we act as one. Ha ha. Those who've seen us. Know that not a thing could come between us. Many men have tried to split us up, but no one can. Lord help the mister. No, yeah, it's true. Who comes between me and my sister? And Lord help the sister that comes between me and my ninth husband. Oh, wait, that's you. That's true. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Um, turns out uh, that the best medicine for the cold I was developing was not to talk for two straight hours. Hmm. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah. We will see uh, what goes on uh, for me tomorrow. Um, but thanks everybody for being here. Um, I, I I love this. Like, here's the thing: is I know this is about the Madonna song, but I love thinking that Louise sent it in about the sisters' song. <laughs> I've decided that is the case. Yes. Okay. Good. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for everybody for being here and being a part of this. Uh, sorry that NXT is so wonky. Well, if it wasn't wonky, we wouldn't be able to say. Yeah. Everything sucks. Oh, everything sucks. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.